Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You have brought them abundant joy and great rejoicing, as they rejoice before you as at the harvest, as men make merry when dividing spoils. For the yoke that burdened them, the pole on their shoulder, and the rod of their taskmaster you have smashed, as on the day of Midian. For every boot that tramped in battle, every cloak rolled in blood, will be burned as fuel for flames. For a child is born to us, a son is given us, upon his shoulder dominion rests. They name him Wonder Counselor, God, Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. His dominion is vast and forever peaceful. From David's throne and over his kingdom, which he confirms and sustains by judgment and justice, both now and forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The Word of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. Praise, you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord, both now and and forever. From the rising to the setting of the sun is the name of the Lord to be praised. High above all nations is the Lord. Above the heavens is his glory. Who is like the Lord our God, who is enthroned on high and looks upon the heavens and the earth below? He raises up the lowly from the dust. From the dunghill he lifts up the poor to seat them with princes, with the princes of his own people. Alleluia, alleluia. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Isaiah prophesied that someone from King David's line would usher in a kingdom of endless peace. A child has been born for us, Isaiah wrote. A king is born. The fact that a king is born presupposes something. It is this. The king has a mother. And if the son is a king, well, then that makes the mother a queen. In the book of Kings, Bathsheba, King David's widow, entered Solomon's throne room. And what did Solomon do? He stood up and then bowed down before the queen mother. 
and seated her on a throne at his right hand. That was a place of power. The queen mother held a more prominent role than the king's wife. Kings David and Solomon are what we call types or prefigurements, shadows of Christ. The queen mother then is a type or prefigurement of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Now, does honoring the virgin in any way detract attention from her son? No. Honoring a man's mother is a way of showing respect to the man himself and getting closer to him. If someone were to invite guests to his home for dinner, and those guests, while eating and drinking his food and wine, totally ignored the man's mother, well, what kind of message would that send to the dinner host? The Council of Ephesus in 431 declared Holy Mary Theotokos, the mother of God. Why did the church do that? Did the church feel that not enough people were paying attention to Christ's mother? Did they feel the time was right to add Marian devotions to the church's repertoire and start Marian pilgrimage sites? No! The church declared Holy Mary the mother of God because people were attacking her son. In the 4th century, led by heretical priests, thousands who claimed to be Christians actually denied the divinity of Christ. That was the popular thing to do at the time, despite the fact that it made absolutely no sense. You see, heresy makes no sense. Look around at our heresy-plagued world today. It has lost its ability to reason. It's off its rocker. It's gone insane. And that is the popular thing to do. The wise thing to do, as the wise King Solomon would say, is to honor God's mother, because doing so honors her son. But not only that, she is our mother, will lead us on the straight and narrow path that leads to her son. She will keep us out of the ditch of heresy. How do we know that? We know that because the virgin is the most exalted creature in heaven. When Solomon's mother approached David's throne with a request, what did King David tell her? He said, I will never refuse you. Christ never refused his mother while here on earth. He was totally devoted to her. Now, let's use some common sense. Would that dynamic change once the virgin was assumed into heaven? Would Christ say to her, well, woman, on earth I honored you because that is what the Ten Commandments say to do. But as you can see here in heaven, I am king of all creation. So go sit in the corner and be ignored by my dinner guests. Would Christ say something like that? Of course not. Jesus Christ is still totally devoted to his mother, the queen mother. And if we are wise, we will do the same. A saint writes that in her abundant goodness, the virgin channels the spring of reason's garden that flows down from Mount Zion, from Calvary. It should be common sense that she is our advocate. She carries our petitions to the king who never refuses her. It's not that complicated. It's common sense. The Virgin Mary is Jesus' mother. The mother of a king is a queen. Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. The Virgin Mary is therefore the Queen of Queens. <laughs>